Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 114 of this podcast. In this podcast we seek to study and to discuss the um, gospel, the, the restored gospel of Jesus Christ through the Come Follow Me manual, uh, through the general conference talks and through other materials as well. Of course this uh, podcast does not represent the views of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I know I haven't really said that in a number of episodes and whilst it is on the description I think it's important to say at various points. However, um, I do hope that you find some interest and some uh, insights in what I have to share with you today and every day. This is a daily podcast uh, where I aim to uh, record around about 10 minutes each day so that people can um, use this as a supplement with their studies. So we are in April the 20th to April 26th, covering Mosiah chapters 4 to 6, titled A Mighty Change. And we are going to conclude the section today, uh, which is uh, in the personal scripture study, which is called Through Jesus Christ, I Can Receive and Retain a Remission of My Sins, which covers Mosiah chapter 4. And there has really been a lot to get through with this chapter. So many um, powerful messages from King Benjamin. And, you know, we've only got three days left after this uh, in this week, and we've still got Mosiah's chapter 5 and 6 to go through. Uh, so we really have got our work cut out for us. I want to begin with verse 20 of Mosiah chapter 4. Yesterday we left it at a point where we were just learning from the words of Elder Jeffrey R. Holland in relation to retaining a remission of our sins through the service and charity that we offer. Uh, in verse 20, uh, King Benjamin says this, And behold, even at this time ye have been calling on his name and begging for a remission of your sins. And has he suffered that ye, that ye have begged in vain? Nay, he has poured out his spirit upon you and has caused that your heart should be filled with joy and has caused that your mouth should be stopped that you could not find utterance. So exceedingly great was your joy. Um, this is, you know, the experience we should seek to have every time we seek to re re renew our remission of our sins. And we do that as Elder Bednar taught, through worthily partaking of the sacrament and applying that atonement on a regular basis. It is possible for this to happen. But obviously we need to put the work in to be able to receive that. Um, in a talk called Behold the Man in April 2018, um, Elder Dieter Fugdorf said this, quote, His refining light saturates our souls, his grace uplifts us, our burdens are lightened, our peace deepened. When we truly behold the man, we have the promise of a blessed future that inspires and upholds us through the bends and bumps in life's journey. Looking back, we will recognize that there is a divine pattern that the dots really connect. Close quote. There was a great uh, comment on the podcast group yesterday. I shared a, a, an invitation to the group uh, about writing a letter. And you can go on the Facebook group to have a look at that to see exactly what that was about. Um but it was a it was an interesting one which uh, I, I I plan to do in the very near future and I've heard great things from and um, of course that is Church of Jesus Christ study session with come follow me you just search on the Facebook group um, search that then it will pop up but um, someone uh, uh, David commented um, on this and uh, he said about how he. Uh, echo those sentiments really that we that we often do not feel that we are worthy and you know what we're, we're not all of us are not we 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 cannot ever measure up to what our savior has done for us but he still does it and that is the marvelous blessing that we have to know that our our burdens can be lightened our his grace can uplift us and it will uplift us as we allow it to in our lives this light is there to saturate us it's there to help us 
see this blessed future and that promised peace. Uh, and I think that that is such a great blessing to know that our our, our prayers, our beggings to the to the Savior, are not in vain. As we call upon His name, He will hear us and He will pour out His Spirit upon us. We just need to be humble enough to do that. Um, and I think that that is the, the true message from this. Um, so we're four and a half minutes in and I've only done one verse. <laughs> Let's get a move on. Uh, in verse 21, it says, And now if God, who has created you, on whom you are dependent for your lives and for all that ye have and are, doth grant unto you whatever ye ask is right in faith, believing that ye shall receive, oh then, how ye ought to impart of the substance that ye have to one to another. This may be, um, I don't know why, but this just gave me pause to cause to pause uh, and and think well what is that substance you know I think I've always kind of assumed it to be material things such as money or, or food or you know sustenance or clothing or whatever it is you know we we need to impart of that substance to those who are in need but then I just had a, a thought a prompting that it doesn't have to just be these physical things although in many cases those physical things are important um but it, it could be spiritual substance. Imparting our spiritual substance one to another can be an important uh, aspect of this. And um, there was a talk given in uh, April 1995. Um, it was a talk called Trust in the Lord given by, by Andrea Allen in April 1995, as, as I just said. But uh, what I realised and found out is that Andrea, Sister Andrea Allen was actually a young woman uh, when she was um, giving this talk. Uh, and so I guess that... Um, you know, recently we had two youth speakers in general conference, and I think that uh, a lot of us got very excited about that and thought, "Whoa, has this has this ever happened before?" And actually, yes, you have. You have spoken. It was the women's uh, general women's session, uh, and of course, that wasn't in the same weekend as the general conference itself. But it was still part of general conference. It's still, um, you know, in the collection of talks for general conference, and so I think that that's important. Um, but she said this, quote, I knew that then, then that she needed and still needs of the substance I can impart, my friendship and my testimony. I decided then that I would not give up on my friend. I talk to her every day, remember her in my prayers and have faith that something positive will come from my efforts. I am so grateful that I prayed and received this guidance through the scriptures, close quote. And that is such a really insightful point. That often our, our all the substance that we can impart in part is our friendship, our prayers, and our faith. Uh, and I think that you know I I'm sometimes you know given uh, well not given but people come to me sometimes with problems and troubles and often I I have no idea what to do. You know I'm just I'm just an, an ordinary person who is a teacher in a school and you know I I don't have you know the ability and the understanding to to help people with some of the problems that come to me. But I then realised that actually I'm not supposed to solve all problems. I think my wife keeps telling me that, although I'd, I I always uh, seem to not listen to that and want to solve every problem that comes our way. But sometimes there are problems that we cannot solve, just like um, the experience that most of us are going through at this time with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Um, there are some things we just cannot solve, but we can impart whatever substance we can impart. Um, in verse 22, um, King Benjamin gives us a warning. He says, and if you judge the man who you put up his petition to you for your substance, that he perish not, how much more just will be your condemnation for withholding your substance, which doth not belong to you, but to God. So again, that, that usual warning of, you know, don't judge people. Don't, you know, say, 
disheartening things about people because they make mistakes because you you will have that same judgment meted to you by the one person that can truly uh, and perfectly judge all people. Uh, in Mosiah chapter 4 verse 26, um, and we're speeding up now because there's two minutes left and there's like three more verses I want to cover, uh, but in verse 26 he talks about retaining your remission of your sins again and now for the sake of these things which i have spoken unto you that is for a sake of retaining a remission of your sins from day to day that you may walk guiltless before god i would that you should impart of your substance to the poor every man according to that which he have and he goes through a list of um, of ideas and he does actually say toward the end both spiritually and temporally according to their wants which of course you know, many of us miss, um, but I think that that was a really important point that we need to consider. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf said this, quote, Too often we notice the needs around us, hoping that someone from far away will magically appear to meet those needs. Perhaps we wait for the experts with specialised knowledge to solve specific problems. When we do this, we deprive our neighbour of the service we could render, render and, we should, and we deprive ourselves of the opportunity to serve. While there is nothing wrong with experts, let's face it, there will be never be enough of them to solve all the problems. Instead, the Lord has placed his priesthood and its organisation at our doorsteps in the, every nation where the church is established, and right by its side he has placed the Relief Society. As we priesthood holders know, no welfare effort is successful if it fails to make use of the remarkable gifts and talents of our sisters. Close quote. I think that, again, that's just making the point that um, you know, we we will not be able to completely solve everything. We're not experts in all areas, and whilst, but we that does not mean we should sit back and wait for the experts to come. We should just do what we whatever we can at this point to help those in need. In verse twenty seven, uh, we then have the reminder that we should only do things that are within our strength. Uh, that we should not run faster than we have strength. That all things should be done in wisdom and order. In, April, in October two thousand and thirteen, in a talk called "Like a Broken Vessel," Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this. Quote, for caregivers in your devoted efforts to assist with another's health, do not destroy your own. In all these things, be wise. Do not run faster than you have strength. Whatever else you may or may not be able to provide, you can offer your prayers and you can give love unfeigned. Close quote. That was a, a landmark talk, I felt, in terms of discussing mental and emotional health. Uh, and he was talking about how we can give all the support we can, but we must not wear ourselves out because that will not help them, it will not help us, it will not help our families. And so that is something to consider. And then in verse 30, to finish off very quickly, I'm not going to read that verse, uh, but it's about watching our thoughts, words and deeds, keeping the commandments. Um, but then the last phrase I really like, he says, and now, O man, remember and perish not. This invitation to remember is an important one. Lewis C. Midgley, uh, in his commentary of the Book of Mormon, said this, quote, The Book of Mormon constantly reminds its readers to remember. It is evident that remembering is a saving principle of the gospel. Just as faith looks forward to Christ to actualize the present power of its re his redemption, so remembrance looks back on covenants and keeps and gifts from God and keeps the past alive. Not only man, but also God remembers. He remembers covenants he has made, close quote. This invitation to remember is an important one, and it's no surprise that we remember um, when we partake of the sacraments. And I invite all of us to remember, as we move forward from today, the wise words in chapter four, because there is so much in there that we can learn from and apply. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time to uh, listen to this study. If there's anything you've uh, enjoyed or you've studied, please share it. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. 
if you've uh, studied anything in regards to this or anything else that I can share in future podcast episodes, mm. I'd love to hear. And of course, you can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ with Come Follow Me. Um, thank you for listening and until we meet again.